welcome back to the OWA Talks podcast. I am your co-host, Stephanie, here with my other co-host, Sandra. And today our guest is our new OWA president who's incoming. Um, she is also the regional vice president of sales for Luxottica Wholesale, and it is Deb Bolkin. Welcome. Thanks a lot, Stephanie. Happy we're to really, see you and Sandra. We're really excited to have you today and hear a little bit about uh, the direction of the OWA for the next year. Um, why don't we start off if you can introduce yourself a little bit and talk about your background. Well, thank you for that. And I'm excited to be here. I've been listening to your podcast for some time. So to be a guest is, is really an honor. Thanks a lot. Uh, so you mentioned I'm the regional vice president of sales at Luxottica Wholesale. And I'm really proud to have been uh, involved in the industry for over 36 years now, which sounds like a very long time. I was on the contact lens side of the business for a good portion of my career and uh, have been with Luxottica. This is my 10th year now. And a little other background, I live here in Maryland with my grown son and daughter, and they have uh, two children apiece. One actually is on the way. Excited to spend time with them uh, during these crazy, crazy days. So Debbie, you've had a really successful career path. What advice or tips can you share for someone who's just entering the field to help them build a successful career? And has any of this advice changed or adapted because of the pandemic? Well, I'm a firm believer that you really should do what you love. And as I read a lot about what a lot of people are going through right now, reevaluating you know, their career, their, you know, what they want to involve themselves in, I really do believe you have to try and understand exactly what you're passionate about. So I was very fortunate at a young age. My, um, my dad was a mentor and he was in sales and I learned from him that if, if you enjoy what you're doing every single day, it doesn't really feel like work. And um, I also was able to follow in the footsteps of my mom. I, I like to say she was a guidance counselor and she impacted so many people's lives through coaching and counseling and supporting. And so as a sales leader, I, I find that I've been able to do that. And I really, I think that that's what I've seen in most successful people. They really enjoy what they're doing. And so through the pandemic, I think what we're starting to see is people are reevaluating. You know, they're deciding they may have different priorities now than they used to have. Maybe work was important. Maybe making a lot of money was important. But I really think people are valuing health and family time and, you know, just wanting to make sure they get joy out of every single day. So I think that would be my advice is, you know, don't give up on trying to find out something that you actually really love to do every single day. So how did you initially get involved with the OWA and what has led you to serve as our new president? Well, it's been an interesting journey. I, I actually joined as a member back in 2011 when I think there were probably less than 300 uh, women that were, um, you know, part of the association back then. And there were no regional events. Basically, there were the two national events, Region Expo East and West. And so I was able to connect through at that time. And what I can really remember the most value was one minute um, mentor. And it was uh, an article, very short article. It was written an email to everybody once a month. And I really thoroughly enjoyed it. I found though that just little quick snippet of you know, something inspiring. And I often found myself sharing that with uh, a lot of my teammates and uh, men and women, to be quite honest with you, the teams that I, I worked with. And then a couple of years later, I think it was 2015, I was extremely surprised and honored to be recognized by Vision Monday as one of the most influential women in the mentor category. And that's something I find myself doing quite frequently. I have the opportunity to do that as a sales leader. Um, you know, I have large teams and 
that's my job every single day is to coach and help people be more successful. And I was really surprised by that. And I also was very humbled by that. And I also felt like I didn't really deserve to be, uh, I think, honored in that way. And so it was shortly thereafter, we were at a champagne breakfast, which is uh, a really highlight of the year. Uh, the OWA owns this particular event and Holly Rush was a speaker at it. And I think we had about 120 um, attendees at this event. And afterwards we saw the impact of her presentation and how eager women in the industry were to learn from and, and to connect with women who had had different career paths, regardless of level, regardless of role. And at the end of that um, breakfast, Holly put us all in a circle. I get the chills every time I think about this. And she just said, you know what, we really need to do more as a, a team at Luxottica, as women who are very passionate about what we do. She said, we just need to step up and we need to do more. We have to figure out what that is, but we need to do more. And that really stuck with me so much so that I started to volunteer to support some of the events um, that the OWA holds. And um, it happened to be um, a breakfast, a connection series uh, breakfast where we had a speaker at one of the Vision Expo events. And um, I just met all of these amazing women. And that was in 2015, I think. And that really started me on my journey. Once I realized how accessible people were and how, um, you know, they're just really no, no charge for entrance. I mean, every woman that's a part of this organization is very willing and open to, you know, to meeting you and to, to learning about you and supporting you. So that was, that was really when I got involved back in 2015 and shorten the story by saying 2016, I was honored with the Pixis Award, which is one of the awards that OWA um, gives out each year. And it was for helping to, to grow the organization and create awareness. And I was on the membership committee at that point. And so that started the journey into uh, my president's role where I find myself today. Well, we're really appreciative that you've chosen to be the president and give so much of your time. When you think about the next couple of years, what goals have you set to achieve while serving in this role? Well, I appreciate that. I think anytime you take over such an important position like this, it's important to, to establish goals and make sure that everybody's on the same page. And we have 13 women on the board of directors for the OWA. At Vision Expo West, we all got together and, and tried to see what is, what is the trajectory of the OWA now? Like what's changed since even the pandemic and how we support our membership. And so first and foremost, we really believe that, that we need to expand our reach. This is a, a time in our history where you know, diversity, equity, and inclusion is extremely important. And something that we find ourselves faced with is just making sure that every, every woman in the industry understands that they have access to us. And we wanna make sure people know who we are and that we're out there. So I think really expanding our reach is important, raising awareness, of course, and then I think most important is to add increasing value to our sponsors. We have over 50 sponsors currently, which is pretty extraordinary. And each of them, each of those companies have uh, many members that are part of the OWA. We wanna make sure that we're giving value back to our sponsors and to their employees and all of the individual contributors of the OWA. Do you have any tips or suggestions for our listeners who are setting their 2022 goals now that we're all kind of looking forward to help those goals become a, more of a reality? Yeah, I think it's it's a simple, you know, best practice. I, I think it's really, really important to, first of all, take time to reflect throughout my entire career. That has been the one leadership challenge I've had is to make sure you slow down long enough to, to reflect on 
you know, what you've been able to accomplish so far, what's important to you and, and to establish those goals, but by writing them down, and I think even more importantly, sharing them with people that are stakeholders in you, whether it's your professional life or your personal life. So whether it's a mentor or a coach or a sponsor or a colleague, I think it's really important. I think it helps you stay um, accountable. And by setting, you know, just incremental milestones to, to help you get there. Sometimes if you set too elaborate a goal, it can be hard to reach and sometimes it can derail you. But by setting small milestones and steps, I think it's really important. So it's basically laying out a plan to make sure that, you know, you stay committed to it. And by having people really support you, which I think is something that the OWA does. I mean, there's, you just have an immediate group of thousand women who are willing to step up and support you in, in your endeavors. So, so much has changed in the world in the last couple of years due to the pandemic. What, what do you think sort of one should think about with changing and adaptation when planning their career, especially as we're going through the great resignation and, and great reshuffle with people in jobs? Well, Sandra, actually, I'm I'm kind of learning along the way. I can be totally honest with you about that. I have a sales organization of about 115, 120 people, um, uh, you know, on in the Eastern region, and we are hiring at Luxottica right now. And it's been fascinating to see the number of people that are changing industries. Um, we are very desirable being in healthcare, and so it's it's really been interesting. We've I've also seen a lot of people exit, make make changes in, in their choice of you know what their future wants to look like. And I and I think the pandemic, the reshuffle, the resignation, I think people are, I, I said it earlier, prioritizing family and their health and their well-being over maybe longer hours or you know, just a job that they're not with. So um, you know, at in my role. I absolutely love to create a culture where people want to be a part of it, where we put people first and where we take care of the whole person. And I think that that's what people are looking for. They, they want to connect and, and be a part of an organization, um, you know, that really does care about the whole person. So it's something, it's a challenge every single day, you know, really trying to understand how to, to support, particularly parents with children at home and how they navigate a single day has been really challenging. But I, I think it's going to, I think on the other end, we're going to come out, I think, a more compassionate and empathetic um, human race, to be quite honest with you. All of us going through this together, I think we've had to really be more understanding of each other. So as far as the job search goes, um, I think people are just taking time to establish what's really important to them. And I, and I think it's a, it's a good endeavor. What do you think makes the OWA such an important uh, organization for women in this industry? You know, I like to think that we are extremely unique and I have not come across another organization such as ours in this industry. You know, we're made up of, I mentioned 50 different sponsors. There's over a thousand different women that um, have different roles and responsibilities in the industry. And I think what's so great is by being a part of this association, every single person, doesn't matter what your job is, it's not that you're an optometrist, it's not that you're in, you know, in manufacturing, it's not that, you know, you're in academia, it's, it, it, anybody that touches the industry is welcome to be a member. And I think it just enables us to really develop ourselves, create a really wide network so that, you know, we 
can learn from others. I, I found myself prior to really engaging in the OWA, just being very tunnel vision, like really thinking like, this is my network. This is all I know. And um, it's, it's amazing how much you don't know and how much you can learn by uh, connecting with people outside of your own world that you're spending eight hours a day, eight to 10 hours a day in. So I, I think we have a lot of value to add. There's um, obviously our mission is to develop the leadership potential of women in the optical industry. And we have so many programs and um, ways for women to connect, to develop that, that leadership in themselves, to enable them to be as successful as they choose to be. So obviously, we believe a lot in the OWA and, and the work that we're doing, but what suggestions do you have for members who maybe aren't as involved as we are um, to take part in activities and expand their networking skills? Well, thanks for that question. So I, I'd like to answer it in, in two different ways. One, for members who are maybe not as engaged, but also people that are considering becoming members. And First and foremost, I would look to see, I would go to the OWA website and I would see if the company that you work for is a sponsor because we have a great network set up within the OWA. We have what we call sponsor ambassadors. So there's actually a committee that works with our sponsors and we actually have a lead. Her name is Katie Lauver now. She works for um, GPN and she basically is the lead on this committee for all designated uh, sponsor ambassadors. So each sponsor company has somebody who is designated to ensure that each one of the company's employees take advantage of the wealth of benefits that we have and all of the different activities and um, different programming. So first I would look to see if you have, if your uh, company that you work with is a sponsor and I would go that route, I would make sure that you connect with your sponsor ambassador and you can find out who that is on our website. And if you don't have somebody that you work with that, that is actually sponsoring the OWA, I would also go to the website. There's ways to see each one of the committees who leads those committee, who serves on the committees. I would listen to the podcast. I would try and engage with whatever content we have um, already that lives on the website. We are also gonna be starting a blog, which I think is gonna be a great way for people to engage during their own time, you know, whenever they're available to, to engage. And I think that they, I would encourage everybody to reach out to maybe somebody that you recognize, maybe a name, maybe somebody who works in a you know, familiar company, because every single woman, if, if you reach out to them, their email address is there, phone numbers are there, they would be willing, I'm sure, to take a call and help you figure out the best way to really initiate you know, your, your uh, entry into the association and just make sure that it's working for you. I know for me personally, the OWA has completely changed my career path in this industry. So I attribute a lot of my success to the OWA and the members that have helped me. Um, so January is a perfect time for people to either renew their membership or it's a good time to even join uh, for the first time. Why do you think that is something that women in the field should consider doing? Well, first of all, I would say, why wait to invest in yourself? Why wait to offer yourself some self-care and some investment, as I said, in yourself? And, I, and that's really what happens when, when you become a member of the OWA. You open yourself up to a huge network of new friends and colleagues, mentors, sponsors, as I said, and, and there are so many fun things to, to get yourself involved in. Stephanie, I would love for you to share what about the OWA, you know, changed the trajectory of your career. Um, there's so many examples right now um, of women that have uh, really been able to enjoy 
and just get immersed. And, I, and I've heard stories and it really touches me about how it has changed women's lives. You know, how they've taken a new approach to their career or how just by meeting some of the women that are involved, whether they're on the board or on committee or just members that they meet at some of the events that we have, that, you know, they've just, they've just been revitalized and they're very excited about taking on, um, you know, new challenges and, and asking for more. I think that's something that we do when we say that it's our mission to develop the leadership potential, that's helping build people's confidence. That's, and that's happening. Sandra, you mentioned the, the reshuffle and um, the great resignation. Part of that is people like feeling like they should be valued higher. They asking for money, they're asking for raises, they're changing jobs because they believe that, you know, that they're worth more. So part of that, I think at the OWA, you can, you can learn a lot about how to, you know, invest in yourself and, and develop yourself and, and grow your skill set, you know, so that you can add more value, not only to your professional life, but also your personal life. But Stephanie, maybe you want to share because you've been the benefit, I think, of some of, um, you know, the different programming that we offer. For me personally, just being a part of this podcast and getting to talk to just the most amazing women in this industry has been very inspiring. You know, I think we're in a unique industry in that women have the opportunity to advance and not all industries are that way. And being able to look to the people that have done it before me, it's like, oh, I can totally do this too. Like if I just put in the work and I take the guidance, even Sandra has been an amazing mentor to me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's just, it's inspiring for sure. And it makes me, gives me the drive. And I, I love this industry. I, I don't, I can't imagine myself leaving. It's just, it's been just such a great experience for me getting to talk to so many awesome women who have just been there before everything I've gone through, they've gone through before me and can give me some guidance on how to keep going. Your relationship is a shining example because you both live on opposite coasts, both in beautiful places, right? It's pretty amazing. But would you even know each other if it wasn't for the OWA? You know, and I, I probably wouldn't know Sandra the way I know her now. I knew of her, but I, I wouldn't know her the way that I do. And same with you, Stephanie, even though we've worked in the same organization. So uh, you're a shining example of how amazing it is. And for you, what an honor, Sandra, to be called a mentor. Um, you know, it always really touches me. And, and it, also, it, it, it also tells you what a responsibility it is. And I think that was something when I was thinking about coming on the podcast, it was about, you know, why is this important to me? And, and I shared like my, my parents and, and what they were able to demonstrate for me and just the impact that you can have on an individual just for listening, for, you know, believing in them, for investing in them and, you know, helping them build confidence to, you know, to take a new step uh, in their journey is, is pretty amazing. So thanks for sharing your why. Um, I think a lot of people would be happy to hear that. We've talked a lot about things that have been going on with the OWA. Um, are there any new initiatives or exciting programs that are planned for 2022 that you're able to share with us today? Yes, there's a lot of things that we're doing in 2022 to actually, I think, expand on so many of the great programs that we've had in the past and ways to connect with our members. I mentioned earlier that we have a new blog that's coming, Janelle Pauly, who is our secretary treasurer on the board and actually um, runs our website committee. She has been working on bringing a blog, which I think 
brings us very current, right? It's a it's an opportunity versus just having a, an email sent or having to, to look for a newsletter. It's a way to engage on a regular basis with our members. So blog is uh, something to look forward to in the future. I did notice that Beverly Bianis, who is an optometrist, who is somebody who is um, being recognized with one of our leadership scholarship awards this year, she's continuing a program that she started when the pandemic hit, which is called Food for Thought. And I'm very excited about this because it shows um, our appreciation and our, you know, our desire to share different cultural uh, aspects of our, our industry and of our membership. It's a, it's a video that we produce on, I believe it's a monthly basis now where members will step up and just share their, their family traditions and heritage. And it kind of breaks down barriers and helps us connect, I think, more and understand um, you know, those that we work with and around us. So very excited about Food for Thought. There's some really exciting ones coming. Um, I've been asked actually to do, I think, May, Mother's Day, because everybody really enjoys my, my children and my grandchildren and they want them part of the video. So, so be ready for that. <laughs> I'm very excited. That's a, that's a secret. We also have, so this is the exciting thing. This is, this is something new that I've been very passionate about bringing to the OWA this year. As a board member, you know, it, you feel like you've actually, you know, you, you finally have arrived, right? You are in a position to direct, I think, the future of the OWA and what we can do for our members. And these 13 board members are amazing. They come from all different aspects of the industry. I've learned so much from these women. They dedicate hours and hours on a monthly basis to supporting the OWA and the committees and the membership and to bring the programs that we bring to the industry. Um, they make it possible. And so part of our mission, as I said, was to develop the leadership potential of women in the industry. And so it really... It, it really made me stop and think when I looked around the boardroom and saw all of these women and how much talent they have and that we don't really get a chance to, to learn from each other. And so with the help of Holly Rush, who has put together a program called Full Circle Impact, we are gonna be testing a program with our OWA board that basically is an annual program that's gonna start basically from Vision Expo East to West and it's, it's gonna be a program to help develop the leadership potential of our board. And the full circle aspect of is it, if, if we are leaders on our board and to our association, why wouldn't we invest in, in our development as well to ensure that we prepare leaders of the board for years to come? So we're gonna test this program. Holly is gonna lead it for us. We're very excited about it. And it's going to be really focused on developing your own personal board of directors, investing in you know, developing your mentoring and coaching and sponsorship skills, if you will. And we're pretty sure things are gonna go very well. And then the goal would be for anybody who's interested in serving on the board that's in our pipeline to serve on the board. I don't know if I mentioned the board term is two years and it can be extended to four. But if we have talent that is interested in serving on a board, I'd never been on a board before, this would be a program that we can offer to potential board members to prepare themselves for this big opportunity. So at the end of every podcast episode, we always ask um, for kind of a parting words or a last piece of advice for our listeners. Not great at giving advice <laughs> because sometimes I don't, I don't take it myself. So I'm, I'm going to give this advice as if I'm giving it to myself. So 
what I would say is that you need to schedule time every single day, I think, to nurture yourself, body, soul, and mind, and, and to really schedule in some time for self-care. I find just looking back on this past week, how a day is just a challenge to get through every day. And I, I see my, my kids and my, my team, everybody, it's just like it's a challenge to get through every single day. And, and I think if you don't spend time taking care of yourself, then it's hard to show up and be the best version of yourself. I, I think while we're navigating every single day, I would also advise that make sure you don't forget about your long-term goals. I think in, in this moment, we have so much that, you know, that we're just trying to deal with and to live through that it's important. Tomorrow will be here. Next year will be here. Five years from now, you have to think about where you want to be. So don't forget about your long-term goals. And so I would end by saying, I invite all of our listeners and your circle. So our listener circle to lean into the OWA and really honestly lean on all the women of the OWA to help you have a successful journey. We're all looking forward to connecting with you all. That is wonderful advice. I hope you also take the time to do the self-care as well. So thank you, Deb, so much for joining us today. It was really amazing to kind of hear the direction of the OWA. I know we've all talked and we're all really excited to have you as our new president. It was great speaking with you today, and I'm really excited to see the direction that we go in 2022. Thank you for that. I appreciate you both so much for what you do to support us and a happy new year to everybody who's listening. And we'll see everyone in our next episode. Thanks for listening.